You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's MLB trade season, and Locked On MLB Prospects Podcast is covering every future star of Major League Baseball. Host Aram Layton brings you player interviews and farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So in today's episode, we've got some weekend takeaways. Uh, We will look at uh, the best and worst uh, performances for hitters and pitchers over the weekend, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, some injury updates, and then a couple of matchups uh, that I like for Monday. Uh, but let's start. Uh, we've got a significant trade uh, as we head towards the uh, the non-waiver trade deadline. And uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates have dealt second baseman and sometimes outfielder Adam Frazier uh, to the San Diego Padres. Now, Frazier having a nice season, hitting 324. He scored 58 runs in 98 games. Now, he doesn't offer you a whole lot in terms of power or speed. He's got four home runs, five stolen bases. So for fantasy purposes, a lot of that value for Frazier is tied up in batting average. And now that that comes with some risk uh, because he's riding a 359 batting average on balls in play. Uh, and so no, really, no matter what, uh, you can expect that to come down. Frazier, I mean, unless he just remains lucky uh, because Frazier's career batting average on balls in play is 314. Um, and you know, the fact that it's a little above average is fine. Uh, and the fact that he's hitting for a high average is still fine. Uh, but I, I think if you're, uh, you know, going to put a dollar down, uh, you would put it on, uh, Adam Frazier's batting average coming down. Now that there may be some, some things about moving to the Padres that maybe he scores more runs, drives in more runs. Uh, you know, those options are there too, uh, that will help offset, uh, any statistical, uh, decline that should be coming. Uh, and so, I don't know that there's a huge difference in Adam Frazier's value uh, moving from Pittsburgh to San Diego, but uh, I guess, you know, be aware uh, the opportunity is now there for Frazier. So who's going uh, to Pittsburgh? And so it's uh, Michelle Miliano, Jack Suwinski, and Tukapita Marcano. Uh, and so Miliano is a 21-year-old A-ball reliever. His numbers look okay, but he's in A-ball uh, and, and pitching strictly out of the bullpen. Uh, so I don't anticipate him being a huge impact player in the major leagues. Now, Suwinski, he might be the more interesting one. He's 22-year-old outfielder, has a 949 OPS uh, at double A. He's not afraid to take a walk out of the 398 uh, on base percentage uh, while hitting 269. So uh, Suwinski is the one I, I think that I look at, um, yeah, I guess, curiously uh, and hoping that, uh, you know, if he continues to develop that, you know, maybe there's a, a long-term asset there. Uh, and then Marcano uh, has... Seen some time in, in the major leagues with the Padres this year and hasn't been able to hit major league pitching. He's hitting 182 with a 485 OPS. But uh, when he was in AAA this year, he was hitting 272 with an 811 OPS. And for a 21-year-old, uh, you know, there's still room to grow there. Uh, and so, uh, I, really, it, these aren't bad pieces uh, coming back to Pittsburgh in this deal. Like, uh, I think the fact that Frazier is riding a 324 batting average probably doesn't hurt uh, the... Uh, the value you can, you can get in trade, even if it is propped up uh, by a high batting average on balls in play. So, 
you know, in, in the in the short term, what does this really mean? Well, not a lot. Pittsburgh's still not going to be very good uh, for the rest of the season, and San Diego is going to be uh, really good the rest of the way. But uh, I think guys like Suwinski and Marcano, maybe, maybe they offer some potential here for the future. Uh, uh, if the Pirates are ever going to turn things around, that uh, it's going to be on on some of the young players that they pick up uh, in trades. Uh, so when we come back, we will look into the best uh, and worst performances by hitters uh, over the weekend. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. That includes Major League Baseball, but NBA, NHL, NFL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game. As teams make their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, so the weekend takeaways, and we'll start with the hitters who had the best performances. And how about the New York Mets? Pete Alonso uh, was 5 for 12, had three home runs, six RBIs, scored three runs, uh, and Alonso... Uh, in nine games since the All-Star break, his five home runs, 10 RBIs, he scored eight runs, hitting 358 with a 1231 OPS. I mean, just fantastic. And, and you know, historically, there's been uh, talk of a jinx uh, for the guy who wins the, uh, the home run derby. Uh, not the case here uh, for Pete Alonso. He's just been uh, crushing it uh, ever since he uh, came back. Uh, San Francisco first baseman, Lamont Wade Jr., uh, getting regular playing time as uh, Brandon Belt is still out of the out of the lineup, and he was five, Wade Jr. was five for thirteen, had three home runs, uh, four RBIs, three runs scored, uh, and in forty nine games here for the Giants, he's had a dozen home runs, twenty seven RBIs, twenty five runs scored, hitting two sixty four, but twelve home runs in forty nine games. That's uh, that's a pretty nice value uh, for a guy who didn't have uh, really any, anything on the fantasy radar coming into the season. Uh, St. Louis outfielder Harrison Bader was 6-for-11 on the weekend. A couple of home runs, 5 RBIs, 3 runs scored. Uh, in 41 games so far this season, Bader has 8 home runs, 24 RBIs, 18 runs scored, 5 stolen bases, hitting 289. Like, he's kind of crept his way into fantasy value here. Um, Milwaukee first baseman Rowdy Tellez, uh, who, who's... You know, initial start in Milwaukee uh, after the trade from Toronto was not great, uh, but he's rebounded here rather quickly. And so uh, he was 6-for-11 over the weekend, couple home runs, five RBIs, three runs scored. And in a dozen games uh, with the Brewers, he has a couple home runs, hitting three thirty-three with a ten fifty-eight OPS. Uh, now, uh, <laughs> we're talking very small samples here, and Tellez wasn't doing anything uh, noteworthy with Toronto uh, before the trade. So still... You can have some kind of caution. Don't don't expect that uh, everything is perfect and fine with Rowdy Tellez, uh, but maybe some sign here that he's uh, starting to find his groove. Uh, Miami center fielder Starling Marte was six for ten, also stole a couple of bases. And almost every weekend, it seems when we do the uh, the weekend takeaways, we're talking about Starling Marte stealing some bases. Uh, and so this season, he's played 62 games for the Marlins. He has seven home runs, 24 RBIs, 51 runs scored uh, in 62 games. Pretty amazing. Uh, a 303 batting average and uh, has 21 steals and 24 uh, attempts on the bases. And so that's uh, that's where he's making a real uh, living on, uh, for fantasy purposes, is uh, getting those 21 steals uh, to go along with 51 runs scored in 62 games is uh, outstanding. Uh, Philadelphia, uh, right fielder Bryce Harper, stole four bases on the weekend. Uh, he's 12 for 12 uh, on the bases this season. And, and you know, quietly, Harper does have some, some stolen base value. He's had years in the past with double-digit steals and and 
and that's all well and good, but you, you kind of cling to him as, as a uh, home run guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, we're, we're sitting at uh, 12 for 12 now. You know, if he ends up stealing you 17 bases or so uh, by the end of the season, that's uh, uh, a nice added bit of value in addition to what he does at the plate. Uh, Yankees shortstop Gleber Torres uh, stole three bases over the weekend, giving him 10 on the season in 13 attempts. Uh, and now Torres uh, has, I guess, somewhat notoriously uh, been disappointing at the plate. Uh, but uh, if he's going to add you a little value on, on the base paths, uh, that, that can kind of help uh, soften the blow by the fact that he's not hitting enough, uh, enough home runs for you uh, overall. Uh, now let's take a look at some hitters who uh, might have struggled over the weekend. And first up, we're going to Texas uh, for... Uh, Third baseman Curtis Terry, uh, who was 0 for 11 to start his major league career. Now, uh, Terry was was raking in AAA. 17 home runs, 53 RBIs, hitting 294 with a 958 OPS. Uh, and if you're Texas and going nowhere fast, you absolutely should be playing Curtis Terry to find out you know how he can do against major league pitching. Uh, but as we've seen you know repeatedly over the course of this season, just because somebody's crushing at uh, at AAA does not mean that they're just going <laughs> to hit the ground seamlessly in the majors. Uh, because so Terry. Uh, who who was crushing it in AAA, uh, is still looking uh, for his first hit uh, in the major leagues this season. Uh, Angels first baseman Jared Walsh uh, was over 10 uh, over the weekend. Now, Walsh is still having a very productive season, uh, but the average has been uh, sinking down. It's down to 263. He's still got 22 home runs, 66 RBIs, 832 OPS. So he's a productive player, uh, but uh, was more productive earlier in the year. Uh, San Francisco outfielder Mike Yastrzemski was 0 for 10 uh, over the weekend. Drops his average down to 229. Uh, Yastrzemski still, you know, filling categories. He got 16 home runs, 42 RBIs, 48 runs scored, uh, but that, that 229 average does uh, uh, throw a little bit of a monkey wrench into into his overall value. Uh, Minnesota shortstop Anderson Simmons was 0 for 9. Uh, and now Simmons has never been a a huge fantasy uh, value, but uh, a lot of times. Uh, has kind of fit as a middle infield option, uh, hits for a decent average. Like last season, he hit 297. Uh, well, this year he's hitting just 220 uh, in 81 games, three home runs, only 19 RBIs, 32 runs scored. Uh, w- with a poor batting average, Andrelton Simmons is uh, really of no use to you uh, for fantasy purposes. Uh, Seattle shortstop, J.P. Crawford, was one for 13 over the weekend. He had been on a pretty good run uh, for a while, uh, but that drops his average down to 263. Uh, and in 99 games, has five home runs, 31 RBIs, but 49 runs scored. Like there, there is kind of middle infield value there for J.P. Crawford when he's scoring enough runs and, and the batting average is good. Uh, but one for 13 doesn't help his case for sure. Uh, St. Louis center fielder Dylan Carlson, who who got off to a good start this year, but uh, for the most part, it's been a steady decline uh, since then. Uh, his average has dipped down to 253 now. Uh, he has 10 home runs, 41 RBIs, 50 runs scored. Uh, still bizarrely, no stolen bases. Uh, so, yeah, Dylan Carlson, uh, not uh, not helping matters uh, in terms of his value. Uh, San Diego outfielder Tommy Pham, he was one for 12. And, uh, you know, Pham uh, had, had got off to a really slow start this season and then went on a tear, uh, and I guess maybe a, a little bit of, uh, you know, regression after his uh, hot streak. But uh, on, on the whole, still, still pretty useful player. Uh, 11 home runs, 35 RBIs, 59 runs scored. Uh, but the average is down to 260 after that one for 12 uh, over the weekend. Uh, the White Sox, Tim Anderson, we talked about last week as you know a potential uh, uh, potentially looking at a decline because his uh, batting average on balls in play is insanely high, uh, although it has been insanely high for a couple of years now. Uh, but Anderson was one for 12 over the weekend. That brings his average down to 304, still pretty good. Uh, and you know his other numbers still 
offer lots of value. Nine home runs, 36 RBI, 62 runs scored, 16 stolen bases. Those are the uh, those are the difference makers for Anderson. Uh, but the average does come down a, a little bit uh, with uh, regression that I suppose would have been expected for sure for every for everyone else. Uh, but when you see what uh, Anderson's batting average on balls in play has been for the past couple of years, uh, you might have thought he could uh, escape that. Uh, Milwaukee outfielder Christian Yelich just continues to struggle. You know, it's not as bad as last season, but it's not great. Uh, he was one for twelve, drops his average down to two thirty five. Got six home runs, 28 RBIs, 44 runs scored in 67 games. Uh, I don't know what's happened to Christian Yelich. Uh, I might have to do a, a, a whole deep dive podcast on figuring out how he went from being one of the best players in baseball to uh, to what he's been the past two seasons. Uh, and Cleveland outfielder Harold Ramirez uh, was one for 12. Uh, that drops him down his average to 269. Uh, but he's been a, a useful enough player. Uh, for Cleveland, six home runs, 25 RBIs, 25 runs scored in 65 games. Uh, as kind of a you know fill-in uh, for an injury type, uh, he's he's had some value this year when you wouldn't necessarily have had uh, any great expectations for him coming into the season. Uh, so when we come back, uh, we will take a look at some pitchers, dig deep on the waiver wire, and some injury updates. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have a bunch of delicious flavors, and that includes... Coconut, Cherry Barcia, Raspberry, Mint Brownie, Double Chocolate, Salted Caramel, Strawberry, Orange, Cookies and Cream, German Chocolate. What a great variety that is. There should be something for everyone there. My favorite, personally, is the Salted Caramel. I like the uh, the combination of the sweet and the salty. Uh, but if you haven't tried those flavors, you can get a mix box uh, from Built Bar where they give you two of each. Uh, and you sample those, decide which ones you like, and order more uh, from Built Bar. And... You know, not only do you have this wide variety of flavors, but all the bars are covered in 100% chocolate, so they taste great. It tastes like a good snack. Uh, and not only does it taste great, they're healthy. They are loaded with protein, low in calorie, low in sugar, low in carbs. Uh, and Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team, which uh, seems relatively important given what's going on uh, for the next couple of weeks. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, to the pitchers who had the best performances over the weekend and uh, from a, a fantasy perspective. And so we'll start with the Angels' Patrick Sandoval, who uh, took a no-hit bid uh, late uh, against Minnesota. He went, ended up going eight and two-thirds innings. He had one hit, one walk, one earned run. But he struck out 13, uh, a really dominant performance uh, from Sandoval. And, and he's uh, sitting on, on the season. He's sitting on a 3.52 ERA, 1.10 whip, 10.2 strikeouts per nine. He's probably solidifying his position uh, in that Angels rotation. Uh, and so um, there, there's some value to that, even uh, uh, if you know expectations certainly wouldn't have been high for Sandoval at the start of the year when he was pitching out of the bullpen. Uh, but uh, sometimes the opportunity is really all you need. Uh, the Dodgers, Tony Gonsolin, uh, in Saturday's one nothing win against Colorado, went five and a third innings, gave two hits, two walks, but no runs, struck out seven. Uh, it ha- it's been a little inconsistent so far for Gonsolin. He's only made four starts. Uh, but he does have a 2.3 ADRA, a 1.35 whip, which is a touch, touch high, 10.9 strikeouts per nine. Uh, I think it's probably still a, a decent uh, opportunity to buy on Tony Gonsolin, um, you know, given what we've seen from him in previous seasons. Uh, the Mets, rookie Tyler McGill. Uh, we've been talking about him a, quite a bit lately. Uh, in Friday's 3-0 win against Toronto, went six innings, two hits, one walk, no runs, struck out five. Uh, and now in six starts, McGill is a 2.10 ERA, 1.10 whip, 9.9 strikeouts per nine. I mean, that plays. Uh, so, you know, by all means, add, add Tyler McGill if the opportunity is there for you. Uh, Baltimore's Matt Harvey. Whoa. 
<laughs> stop the presses. Uh, went in Saturday's 5-3 win against Washington. Harvey went six innings. Gave just one hit. No walks. No runs. Struck out four. I don't know if this is a massive indictment of the Washington lineup. Uh, but... You know, as rough as the season has been for Matt Harvey, he now has back-to-back starts, uh, going six innings with no, allowing no earned runs. So, uh, you know, some credit where it's due. Uh, I'm still not ready to uh, to jump on him for fantasy just yet. Uh, and Kansas City left-hander Daniel Lynch, uh, in in Sunday's six-one win against Detroit, Lynch went eight innings. You know, five hits, no walks, no runs, struck out four. Uh, now, uh, Lynch is also in, in the uh, a similar position to Harvey, where yes, it's great to see progress, uh, but he's been. Uh, clobbered in his previous starts he's, he's sitting on a 7.88 era uh and so as much as lynch was really hyped uh coming into the major leagues i mean he's a long and lean left andrew who throws 100 miles an hour um but uh, at least this this start against detroit was a little bit of progress and you can you know keep lynch on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right uh but i don't know if if that time is just yet uh because uh, as i said his, his previous starts he got rocked pretty good uh, so now let's take a look at some pitchers who uh, maybe struggled a little bit uh, over the weekend. And Cincinnati's Sonny Gray. Uh, Sunday's 10-6 loss to St. Louis. Gray went just three and a third innings. Gave up eight hits, one walk, eight earned runs, struck out three. Uh, and, so, and you know, Gray's been sort of declining here this season. In 14 starts, his ERA is up to 4.50. Whip is 1.41. Now he does have 11.4 strikeouts per nine. So, uh, you know, there, there is a positive there. Uh, but it's probably not worth taking on uh, an ERA and whip. Uh, in, in most fantasy formats, just to get those Ks. Uh, Texas's Colby Allard. And Friday's 7-3 loss at Houston. Allard went four innings. Uh, he had seven hits, one walk, seven earned runs. Uh, he did strike out five, but uh, overall, that's still pretty rough, giving up seven earned runs in four innings. Uh, Allard, his ERA now has jumped up to 4.71, uh, which is not great. Um, but still has a 1.16 whip. Uh, the strikeout rate of 8.3 strikeouts per nine innings is maybe a touch low. Um, but... Uh, Allard is kind of in that range now where he's he's m- possible uh, to use as a streaming option if he has favorable matchups, what have you. Uh, but he's also the kind of guy you could cut loose if the matchups aren't so favorable. Uh, Arizona's Zach Gallen, uh, supposedly the ace of the staff for the Diamondbacks. Uh, in Friday's 8-3 loss to the Cubs, went four innings. He up six hits, three walks, seven earned runs. Now, he did strike out five, but it has been a rough ride. Uh, for Gallon this season. Now he's missed time with injuries, uh, but in 11 starts, he's sitting on a 4.80 ERA, 1.40 whip. Uh, and, you know, given the expectations for Gallon coming into the year, you know, what we had seen from him previously, he looked like uh, a legit ace. Uh, and, you know, the, the Diamondbacks are not getting that uh, out of Zach Gallon. Uh, the Mets, Taiwan Walker, who got off to an amazing start uh, this season, but has been regressing uh, in, in a hurry, I guess. And Saturday's 10 3 loss to Toronto. Uh, he went four innings, gave up eight hits, two walks, six earned runs, only struck out one. Uh, and Walker now is a 6.84 ERA in his past six starts. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes when a, a player's start to the season is too good to be true, it is actually too good to be true. Uh, and San Francisco's Kevin Gosman, uh, who has been awesome uh, for most of this year, um, in Saturday's 10 2 loss to Pittsburgh, Gosman just went four and a third innings, gave up eight hits, two walks, six earned runs, only struck out two. This is only the second time in 20 starts this year that Gosman has allowed more than three earned runs uh, in a game. Uh, and so it's atypical for sure, uh, but at the same time, Gosman's numbers have been so ridiculous uh, for for this season uh, that he was kind of due uh, to have uh, a rough one. Now, you know, would you expect it to come at, uh, at home against Pittsburgh? No, probably not, but... Um, 
nevertheless, I don't think we're changing our opinion yet on Kevin Gosman just based on one start that could very well be an aberration. So every episode I mention up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of Yahoo leagues and maybe you need to race to the waiver wire to get them or maybe just wait to jump in when the time is right for you. And so today we're going with Milwaukee outfielder Tyrone Taylor. And I wouldn't be surprised if I've talked about Taylor at some other point this season. But since the All-Star break, uh, in eight games, Taylor has two home runs, seven RBIs. He's hitting 409 with a 1253 OPS. Uh, and in some cases, it's just a matter of getting the opportunity. And if Taylor can play regularly, um, that 27-year-old right-handed hitter, uh, he, he's got enough of a, uh, a track record in, in kind of limited playing time last year and this year uh, to think that, yeah, there's some potential there. Uh, that's worth exploring, uh, and he's also rostered in just two percent of Yahoo League. So if you if you're kind of going to take a chance uh, on an outfielder with some upside, uh, Tyrone Taylor might be might be the guy for you. Now let's take a look at some injury updates, and we got a few significant ones. Um, and we'll start with the Dodgers right fielder Mookie Betts on the 10-day injured list uh, with uh, a hip injury, uh, and the Dodgers have kind of been holding off and holding off. Uh, uh, initially uh, about putting bets on the injured list, but eventually uh, that just became the mo- most prudent course of action. Uh, and while this season has not been, uh, you know, the the typical Mookie Betts season, I suppose, uh, he was uh, really starting to roll uh, just before getting hurt. And so uh, that, that's a significant absence for the Dodgers. Uh, Miami Marlins starter Trevor Rogers, uh, who was my top rookie pitcher uh, through the first half of the season, uh, has landed on the 10-day injured list with uh, a back injury, and, and obviously that's a, a concern, uh, not only because Rodgers has been really great uh, for the Marlins, uh, but backs can be awfully tricky, uh, and so uh, you, they'll want to be careful uh, not to, you know, not to bring him back too soon from a back injury to only lead him into an arm injury. Uh, Washington starting pitcher Max Scherzer, day-to-day, um, dealing with a triceps uh, strain, and, and this is, I guess, semi-interesting because uh, Scherzer has also been mentioned as, as a you know trade possibility uh, leading up to the deadline, uh, and I, I don't know that uh, you know if you have a, a tr- strained triceps uh, that that's going to help the the marketplace uh, any for the Nationals if if they were even considering uh, dealing Scherzer. Uh, Cubs shortstop Javi Baez day to day with a foot injury. Uh, Cleveland DH Franmil Reyes is day to day with a back injury. Colorado third baseman Ryan McMahon day to day with a leg uh, issue. Uh, Angels starter Alex Cobb day-to-day with a blister uh, and Minnesota outfielder Trevor Larnack day-to-day with a hand injury. So uh, certainly the Betts and Rogers injuries uh, landing them on the injured list are, are the most significant, but Scherzer is also uh, one to watch. Uh, so before we go, let's uh, grab a few matchups uh, for Monday that I like. Uh, and so maybe a little good news on the injury front for Washington. They're getting Joe Ross uh, back in the rotation and he's plus 110. So a slight underdog at Philadelphia with Spencer Howard on the mound. Uh, Howard has been a promising prospect for the Phillies, but hasn't really, um, you know, consistently put it together in the major leagues. And Ross, who, you know, frankly, over the past, say, three three seasons, has been pretty rough, uh, had, had kind of found his groove uh, before getting hurt for Washington. So uh, there's a bit of a risk here in taking Ross in his first start coming off the injured list. Uh, but uh, given how well he was pitching before going on the injured list, I don't mind uh, taking that shot at him as an underdog. Uh, at Philadelphia. Uh, and then uh, we've got Colorado with Herman Marquez plus 134 at the Angels with Shohei Otani on the mound. Uh, and Marquez, uh, last week when we did top 20 hitters and top 10 pitchers over the past month, Marquez was the top pitcher. Uh, so uh, 
you can you can kind of see the trend in his game uh, has been moving in the right direction and as well as Otani has been pitching and hitting I mean he's still a fantastic and amazing story uh, I don't mind getting Marquez as the underdog uh, in that game so uh, that'll do it for today uh, also check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast uh, because uh, we're at a busy time right now uh, we just finished up the uh, the draft there were a bunch of trades uh, we've got free agency starting Wednesday uh, so lots of fun with that uh, check out both podcasts on Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Betting on Major League Baseball doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's Lock of the Day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by BetOnline.ag, wherever you get podcasts.